Shalom Abracha, we are up to you. Almost daf chof dalid. Today's daf talks about being makayim shame oviv. The term bechar, gerus with ulterior motives, and marriage with someone who is not in al ishes ish. But we pick up finishing off with uh, yesterday's Mishnah, which said a number of cases. The last one was if there are two brothers who marry two sisters, and each one of these brothers has two brothers. The problem is, we don't know which brother married which sister. And then both brothers die. We say that the first brothers do chalitza, and then the second brothers do yibum. The Gemara is asking, what are you telling me? We knew all these halachas from the Reisha. Oh, because I might have thought we should make a gezerah. You can't do yibum. Maybe, maybe they'll do yibum without doing the chalitza. Kabash Malan, it's fine. As long as you do chalitza first, you could do yibum after. It sounds just like the case that we're going to have on uh, Yudches, Mirzashem. That we had on Yudches. Not. When you have four brothers, two of them marry two sisters and die. The other brothers do chalitza, but not yibum. The Gemara says you can't compare the two. I mean, the question is actually based on the sefer there. Why we would make them get divorced and we wouldn't make the brothers in our Mishnah get divorced. You see, over there, if the issue is that there's Zika, okay, that's the problem because there was a Zika. But if you hold of the other Mandalmar that there's an Isra to be Mavatel, the mitzvah of Yibum, that's why it would be Asr over there because there's always the Chashash that one of the brothers would die before he does Yibum. But over here, every one of the brothers can say, I'm doing Hibam with the one that the first set of brothers did Chalitza to. We don't have that concern. Now we have a new Mishnah that tells us. Very short Mishnah. It's an excerpt of a Mishnah. Sometimes the Gemara breaks up Mishnah. Is. The mitzvah of Yibum is on the Gadol. If the Koton does it first, does Yibum before the Gadol, he is Zoyche, it's a good Yibum. So the Gemara asks, when the Pasuk says, Vahaya we have one Pasuk. And Pasuk Prat is not we actually break it up and make a whole new Jewish out of it. The Pasuk says, Which sounds like the Bechor, the oldest brother, does Yibum to keep the name of his brother alive. It sounds like their kid is going to have the same name as the deceased brother. However, the Gemara says, teaches us that the mitzvah is with the oldest brother. Asher Tele tells us that the Wife has to be able to have children. She can't be an islandess. There's no chiv if she's an islandess. When the Pasuk says, That means that he will receive the inheritance like his brother. How do you know that's talking about a nachala? Maybe it's actually talking about naming their child after his deceased father, right, the brother. We have a, uh, a, a drasha. It says, Yakam al Shem Achiv, but it says later, Dakshin Boratius, Al Shem Achem Yikru ben Nachalosom. You see that shame is referring to Nachalo. The fourth drush the Gemara makes is Veloyim Cheshemoi, which teaches us that his name should not be obliterated, assuming that he was able to have children. But if he was naturally sterile, then there would not be a mitzvah of Yibum. Rava says that even though normally we do not take a, po- a, a, a posuk out of its pshat over here, because of the Gzera Shava, we do. Without the Gzera Shava, I would think that shame means an actual name, keeping his name alive. Now, who's the Torah talking to 
Who would the Torah be talking to to keep the name alive? To the Yavam. Keep your brother's name alive, right? It should have said, Yakum al Shem Achiv. If it's telling Bez, then you have to keep this guy's name alive after he dies. Then the Torah should have said, Yakum al Shem Achi Aviv. Maybe the Torah is telling us that it's going on Bezdin. Bezdin. Go tell the Yavam to be Mekayim, the name of his brother. That's what we would have assumed without the Xerah Shava to totally get rid of that entire drasha. Like Rechaim Velozhin says, even though this is all a Havamina, the Sichas Chulin Shal Tzadikim is the Havaminas of Tzadikim. So even the Gemara's Havamina is worth exploring. Now, Amishna told us that Bechor tells me that the oldest brother is Chayev in the Mitzvah of Yibum. So when the Pasuk says the Lashon of Bechor, that's telling me that the oldest should be doing the Yibum and not... A younger one. Wait, so why does the Torah need to exclude an Eishas Achav Shaloi Hoya Ba'ilama? We had a whole sugi about that. Bechor should get rid of that. Abacha says that's not, a, that's not a question. Maybe Bechor is only coming to tell me that it has that, that this has to be a, a Bechor, a brother from the father, not the mother. Whoa, the Gemara asks, that's not necessary. Everyone knows that Yibum is a din in it, Nachal, an inheritance, and that only happens through the father, not through the mother. So the first answer is good. And we're, we're actually going to stick with this one, but we're going we're gonna to try a whole bunch of other different possible things we could learn from the Lashon of Bechar. But remember, the one that we stick with is that the Bechar does Yibum, but not the other brothers. The second option is, maybe the Bechar, the Lashon Bechar is teaching me that there's only a Chi of Yibum when there's a Bechar. But if there's no Bechar, then there's no Chi of Yibum. Uh, the Pasuk says, Umeis Echod Mehem, that's talking about where the Bechor dies, and there's still a Chiv on, of Yibam on the younger ones. The Gemara says, that's not a question. Maybe that's talking about where one of the younger bro- brothers die, and the Bechor is the one who does Yibam. How do I know that that's not what Bechor is teaching me? That, there's, that if there's no Bechor, there's no Yibam? No. The Torah is excluding Eishas Achav Shalai Hayabai Okay, Elamai, we try a third offer. Maybe Bechar is teaching me that if there's a Bechar, he is the only one that can do Yibam. And if a Katan comes and does it first, it's not a good Yibam. Now the Pasuk says, That all the brothers can do Yibam. Just the mitzvah is on the Bechar, the oldest one. Okay, maybe the Lashon Bechar is telling me that when there's a Bechar, he gets to do it first. But when there's no Bechar, then we don't go by age order anymore. Then it's whoever, you know, first come, first serve. Whoever chaps the mitzvah. Heaven Abraisa, Abaye tells us, Abaye Kashisha, that if the Godol doesn't want to do Yibum, we go to the Katan. If the Katan doesn't want, we go back to the Godol. The problem is that we have to say it's like a Bechar. What makes a Bechar a Bechar? That he was born first. So too, the fact that he is the Godol, that's what makes him Chayiv in the mitzvah. So we try a fifth offering, maybe Bechor is telling me, that only if a Bechor does Yibum will he get the Nachala. But if any of the other brothers does Yibum, they will not be Zeichen the Nachala. Yeah, but the Pasuk says, Yokum al-Shem Ochiv v'hareikom. V'hareikom, the Gemara is saying, whoever takes the place of the brother becomes the brother. He gets the Nachala. doesn't matter whether he's the Bechor or not. So why did the Torah use the Lashon of Bechor? If it's just telling me that the older brother should do Yibam first, it should say Godol. 
It's comparing the Miyabim to a Bechor, just like a Bechor who gets Pishnayim. He only takes the Chelek that the father already has in his possession, but not that which is coming into the inheritance. So too, a Yavam only takes whatever his brother actually has in Nachala, but not like money that people owe, future income. Roy Kibemuchsuk. Now we have a new mention that tells us if someone is Nitan al Hashifcha, which means there are suspicions that he was in a relationship with this Shifcha. It's not true, but there are rumors. You know, we have a mitzvah to make sure that people do not think bad things about us. Then the Shifcha becomes free, so now she's, she's Jewish. Or the rumors about him with a Avoidas with a Goya, and then she is Megayeres. He's not allowed to marry her, but if he does, they can stay married. However, if one is suspected with an Aishas Ish, and then she gets divorced, he's not allowed to marry her. And if he does, we make them get a divorce. We separate them. Fred de Gamara, you're telling me that he's not supposed to marry her if she gets divorced, if she's Megayeres, but if they do get married, they could stay married. Is that really a good Geirus? We learned that if a man gets Megayer, he becomes a Jew just to marry a girl, or a girl is Megayeres to marry a guy, or if someone is Megayer to be at the Shulchan Malachim, to be Avdei Shloima. For some ulterior motive, that's not a good geras, says Rev Nechemia. Rev Nechemia says those who got who were because of lions, because of wars, because of Mordechai and Esther, because things were really wonderful or really terrible if they remained a guy, that's not a geras until they're Megayer Bismanazeh. What do you mean Bismanazeh? They have to be Megayer like nowadays when there's no ulterior motivation for becoming a Jew. Why would we say that this Shifcha or Gaya who becomes a Giyayres, ma- we're suspecting to marry this guy, how is that a good Giyayres? No, we're going like a Vitzlik Bar who says, in the name of Rav, that, that the halacha is that they taka or Gerim, even if they were Megayer with ulterior motives. All of those people. Wait, so we're going let, to let, let her be Megayres lechatchila? This whole mission of the Gemara answers is going like Rav Yoisi who says, based on the Pasuk of we're not really concerned that this is why she was Megayer. This is why the Eishasish got divorced. We know it's Lashon Hara, but one must keep himself away from situations that will tempt people to speak badly about him. Next, the Gemara says that when, uh, when Mashiach comes, we're not going to be accepting Gerim. Similarly, uh, during the days of David and Shlomo, we did not accept Gerim. Rabbi Eliezer says, we can find this in a postage, One who's Megayer, in harsh times, They're going to be part of the Jewish protection of Yipol Mitzit Chayalef. As 100% Yidin. But those who did not accept Yiddishkeit, but only in wonderful times, they're not counted. They're not Gerim. Now the Mishnah uh, in the Seifa says that if one is suspect of being with an Asia Sish, he's not allowed to marry her if she gets divorced, and they actually have to separate if they do get married. 
because we suspect that she got divorced because of him. Rav says that this is only when they were Adim that he was Mazana with her while she was married. Avshesha says, Rav must have been sleeping when he said this. Because we have a Brysa that tells us if someone is su- suspect with an Ashish and then she gets a divorce and he marries her, we don't make them get divorced. What are we talking about over there? Amrsha says they do need to get a divorce. If they were Adim, you're never, allowed to, you're never able to remove that status of Isser from them, from her. It must have been a case when there were no Adim. And the only reason why they were able to remain married, Bidiyeved, was because someone else came and took away that rumor. But without that, they would have had to separate. Rav says, Rav responds to Rav Sheshesh's inquisition. Even if other people did not come and get rid of the rumor, if there were Adim, in the case when there were Adim on the Znus, they must separate. If there were no Adim, then they could remain together. That's the difference of the two cases. Here's what we're saying. Even though someone else came to get rid of the rumor, they can't get married. They can stay married. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.